Do you hate your job? Of course you do. So do Liz and Noah. Now it's time to join their conversation so you can figure out how to quit your soul-crushing job. When Can I Quit My Job? Episode 21. Welcome to another episode of When Can I Quit My Job? I'm Noah, joined as always by my lovely wife and co-host Liz. Hello. Hey, have we been... Are we letting people down because we're not doing our shtick at the beginning anymore? Or is it just... Um, are we easing into our... I don't know. Normal? I thought you just decided you were going to do that same intro every time. Oh, um, I'll probably still switch it up sometimes. Okay. I think we found something that works, though. Yeah. Pretty normal. I'm just along for the ride. <laughs> well, you can take more ownership than that. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> can I? I don't know. Yeah. This is our hey. thing. Okay, yeah. You're my co-host, not my sidekick. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. So today we're talking about the parable of the the wolf, oh, the dog and the wolf. Yeah, and I Aesop's just, Fables parable. Yeah, apparently. I just heard this on, I think I heard it on a, it was either a podcast or an audio book the other day. I had never heard it before. And it made me think of our, our quit heads, our listeners. Yeah. And, well, let's... Uh, let's read the the parable first because it's pretty short. Yeah. And then I, maybe you've heard it before, but I hadn't. And uh, and then we'll talk about it. So I will read it. Yeah. Okay. The dog and the wolf. A gaunt wolf was almost dead with hunger when he happened to meet a house dog who was passing by. Ah, cousin said the dog. I knew how it would be. Your irregular life will soon be the ruin of you. Why do you not work steadily as I do, and get your food regularly given to you? I would have no objection, said the wolf, if I could only get a place. I will easily arrange that for you, said the dog. Come with me to my master, and you shall share my work. So the wolf and the dog went towards the town together. On the way there, the wolf noticed that the hair on a certain part of the dog's neck was very much worn away. So he asked him how that had come about. Oh, it is nothing, said the dog. That is only the place where the collar is put on at night to keep me chained up. It chafes a bit, but one soon gets used to it. Is that all? said the wolf. Then goodbye to you, master dog. Better starve free than be a fat slave. The end. <laughs> all right. And when I, when I heard the parable, well... I didn't realize it was Aesop and like from the sixth century. Oh, BC. you say Aesop? That's interesting. I say Aesop. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. I wonder if people are divided on yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. But well, I also wonder from the sixth century BC when did we domesticate dogs? Like oh, like I know that. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. I don't like, know. Well, I mean, if you think. Well, I was thinking probably. Like, when I think of a dog collar, I think of a modern-day dog collar, and obviously they didn't have modern-day dog collars. Mm. They probably had something to put around their neck, I guess. I didn't think about, like, like sixth-century dogs ha walking around with dog collars, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that when I heard this, yeah. the fable, I was thinking like it was a more recent thing. Sure. So, yeah, I don't know. But so what's, what's the relevance? What's the relevance of this to our show? Well, 
we don't want to be fat slaves. Yeah. We don't want to be domesticated dogs. That's correct. Yeah, I think... We want to be the wolves. We want to be wolves. And I think when we made but this podcast... But not starving. No. No. I think when we made this podcast, it was it's directed toward wolves. And so, basically... Ooh, our wolf pack. Ooh. They're already quit heads. I know. <laughs> and plus... Well, never mind. I won't get into that. But okay. There's already a wolf pack that I'm maybe you know of, but... Um, so yeah, it made me think. It made me think of us first and foremost, and then our our listeners and people who are in the same boat as us. And you know, so you get the benefits. So most people, you know, most people have their job, they get their paycheck, and that's just that's their life. But they are also they're a slave to it because of a lot of reasons. But mm-hmm. like you're subject to the whims of your boss or owner or whoever you're subjugated to and so you don't get to call the shots make the shots i mean really even if you're a ceo you're still subjugated to the owner of the business or to the uh shareholders or you know you you don't you can't really do your if you're in the corporate structure of things all the way from the bottom hamburger flick flipper up to the top ceo you're still under somebody else's control and whims yeah well, and I think it's interesting that the wolf, like he is turning down all the comforts yeah. in a way. Yeah. Like it's such a better trade-off for him to have his freedom than the comforts that come with all of that. Like a job gets you a steady paycheck, which means right. You, which means that you can so a steady paycheck to give help get you all of life's comforts. So in that case, the dog with like the shelter and the food and all of that, you would think he's the one that has it made. But then the wolf is looking and being right. like, nope, peace out, dude. Right. And in the, the version I heard, which was just like a, someone retelling it, not like reading it. They were just retelling it all out of memory. And the ending to it was slightly different. The, um, the dog saw, or the, the wolf saw the collar and asked him what the collar was and when the dog explained it the wolf turned around ran away and never looked back yeah so still gets a point across right and so yeah i mean you get you just get in this system well first off like our parents all of our friends all of our siblings like i mean i guess my mom and stepdad have gone through business ownership and stuff like that but pretty much everybody we're surrounded by is just you know you go to school most of my most of our friends went to college and then got a job and they're slowly paying off their student loans and but like you don't see a realistic other option than just to show up and do what you have to do to get a paycheck like it's just so prevalent in all of our lives and all of our friends lives that just like everybody well if you're unemployed, you're looking for a paycheck. You're not looking for any other solutions. And if you're employed, it's just like you're going to work there until either you retire or you find a better job. And that's just like the mentality. Yeah. It's kind of... Well, and the dog in the in the fable, I think, mm-hmm. is kind of an ignorance is bliss kind of character possibly. Yeah. Like doesn't realize that he's actually... Give, he, he could be giving up so much more by staying right. where he is. Yeah. Which I think is just a way to sum up what you just said of kind of like all the people mm-hmm. that we know who don't really 
maybe see a feasible other option for them. Right. But that's not to say they can't still be happy in doing that. I mean... No, it's not to say that at all. Yeah. I, I mean... I don't want to, like, make that sound like that's the bad choice necessarily no. either. Yeah. I mean, well, like I said, I think we kind of ran into this before where I guess I, I talk about it in kind of a negative light just because... It's not what we want. It's not what we want. So, yeah, but it, but it's what everybody does. So I mean, it's not me trying to shit on like all of our friends and family right, and everything. Yeah, we and, don't like, want that. Everybody we know, like, it's just it's just realizing that there's another way. And like, and and some people do have fleeting ideas of oh, we could do this or that. And sometimes it's you know um, a side project or something like that. But I just don't. We don't encounter people. Who are trying to actually do it, I guess, really. Um, or do we? Do we know anybody? like Who are their own business owners? Yeah. Yeah. We actually I mean, do know the, some. What do you... No, I mean, that like, maybe I... I guess I shouldn't have phrased it that way. Okay. Yeah, Rephrase. So, I guess this goes beyond the scope of what the parable is talking about. Though I guess... I guess... I feel like... Well, yeah, three of our best friends own businesses. I don't want to say things in the wrong way. So I feel like they own a business, but there's, in a way, they're still, eh, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe this is the wrong tangent to go on, but. Okay. Start over. (laughs) Well, so anyway, when we created this podcast, it was for people with the wolf mentality. So looking so you don't see the wolf start as a dog and try to become a wolf. So it's basically usually anytime there's a parable or a story and there's two main characters or there's two main positions in the story, really it's talking about the the dichotomy in your own brain. So most of these parables to be instructive are to demonstrate that you could be one or the other, but they're both within yourself. So you could have a dog mentality or you could have a wolf mentality. And those are two positions you could hold in your brain and you choose which one you become. So. Gotcha. I heard another, so I don't know this one like memorized offhand, but um, I heard another one about uh, wolves that ties in a little bit to what I'm saying right now but so this is going to be a bad rephrasing of it but let's say there's there's one wolf that has hatred in its heart and one wolf that has love in its heart and they both live inside you which one which one wins they fight to the death which one wins one has love and one has hate yeah I don't know love the one you feed ha okay yeah so so that could be the same could be said for this parable like you have a dog mentality inside of you you have a wolf mentality inside you Hmm. and the one that's going to survive and become the dominant ideation Mm -hmm. of your life is the one that you feed aka give your thoughts and time and intensity to yeah so and and i think for us it's i mean the wolf mentality has been been there in the background kind of bubbling for a little while and I mean, we just found something I think worthwhile to to put all of our our effort and intention into. Yeah. That we thought was actually feasible to set us free of the shackles. Yeah. So do you do you think that you've had prior to us meeting and have you had much of a wolf mentality in you? 
I think so. I think it kind of has waxed and waned um, depending on what I thought I wanted to do at the time. So So you had thought of things like with intention to not be an employee kind of? Yeah, yeah. I've thought or daydreamed about owning my own business and... Mm -hmm. Um, and that was before you watched Gilmore Girls then. Yeah. Okay. Why is that relevant? Doesn't she, does she not own the place? Oh, she does eventually. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this was way before then. Okay. Gosh. <laughs> um, Sorry to mean to interrupt. But I think because I didn't grow up around it, like my grandpa, I think was an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. but, um, I didn't live around that and I didn't get to ask him about it a lot. Yeah, and so I grew up in the the world of getting a job and working, and so it yeah. was trying to make that dream fit my dream, or, or yeah. you know, make make it my dream to to find something that I would love okay. and work. Well, and but still, your your actions were. I mean, when I when I first met you, I mean, you were obviously in school. Mm-hmm. And your the school the the program you were in didn't have to do with your wolf nature. It had to do with your dog nature, right? Correct. Yeah. Pre- like I would say that was the predominant thing through high school and through college. But yeah, I think if you're asking me if so I was, if I sensed my wolf I in was. me, then yes. But I mean, I think for a lot of us, it's more of the dog. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's not a criticism. I'm just being curious and demonstrative mm-hmm. because it was the same for me. And I mean, really, my my school was barely even dog. Like, I didn't want to be either. <laughs> I didn't want to oh, be a wolf God. or a dog. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't like. You were a quit head in a different way. Yeah, I was just lazy. I like my ambition was I don't even know if it's time to get into it, but really like when I went to school, my ambition was just to go to parties and make friends and skip class and I mean, I think you're not alone in that. It's not like you're admitting something terrible yeah. that no one else Yeah, feels. I know. <laughs> I know. But yeah. But yeah, I don't even know. I mean, I didn't have a plan. I was just like, well, okay, so I consider myself a pretty talented two-dimensional artist, uh, so like drawing and painting and that kind of stuff, and I believed, I mean, so when I went to college, I was like, I was just always like, I'll figure it out. I'll figure out what I want to do. Like, I never had a plan. I never had a career in mind. You were just going to live on your charm and talent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Not so much charm, but, um, <laughs> so yeah, so I went there and basically the reason I chose a school is cause more of my friends were going there than my other option. And, uh, and it was maybe slightly cheaper and I was like, all right, that, and then, so I just basically went there to pretty much party. And if a class didn't take attendance, that means I didn't go unless there was a test. And then, you know, I would skip my class like i would do get, your parents know all this they have an idea okay i went i lived in muncie going to ball state for i lived there for eight years and i left without my bachelor's degree so a bit of a tommy boy scenario um so yeah i just thought as far as my career go, well i didn't really think about it much i'm like i'll just go to school and i'll do enough not to 
get like not to drop out and like I had some F's here and there for classes I just stopped going to. I couldn't drop out of like I couldn't um, withdraw from them because if I withdrew from them, then I wouldn't they'd take my money back. <laughs> so I was just like, all right, I'll just get an F instead. And then like there were times where like I didn't go to like I basically one semester I only had like three classes and I think I stopped going to all of them and like. It's kind of a weird tangent to get on right now, but <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but I, I mean, it was so it was, you did you weren't way. you weren't feeling the wolf, no, uh, no. or any. Well, the, this is you demonstrating you don't think you felt either, really. Yeah, well, yeah, because what, I was like, I'll figure out a way to get some kind of job after school, but I didn't think about like school in itself. Like, well, in one because I was in art, like. I was like, my portfolio is going to be so much better than all these jokers. Like, who cares what my grades are? And, like, oh, man. a little bit of conceit in there. Yeah, and then a little ego there. I had I had my, basically all my teachers, I remember, like, three of my teachers being like, you make A work, but you don't show up, so here's your D. And, like, in a critique in class, this guy was like, Oh, this guy, his personality was really funny. It's it's hard to describe. He's kind of like a burnout hippie, but he's like, uh, this guy, this guy's pretty talented. He He's pretty good if he'd ever decide to show up to class, um, like, <laughs> like in front of the whole class, like embarrassing me, but. The burnout hippie is calling you out for skipping class. That's yeah. great. I mean, I was embarrassing myself by not showing up, but... Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. But, no, I loved... I've always loved art and everything. And then I and then I thought, like, oh, whatever, I'll find some job to get me by until I can just make it as an artist or something. Like, that was my stupid dream that I didn't put any thought into. Because I, my thought was, like, I love art so much that I spend all my time doing art. Like, if you do that, then your career will just, you know, work itself out. Uh, which is a really stupid thing, especially for an artist. Mm-hmm. And the fact is, actually, the best artists don't make it unless they know how to self-promote and be like a marketer and a business person. Like, which is yeah. why some of the shittiest artists artists are rich, and some of the best artists you don't you, even know, you've never heard of them. Yeah, yeah. But so yeah, that was me. Like, I didn't want I didn't want a job, and I didn't want to. I guess in one way or another. Maybe there was a bit of a wolf in me because I thought, like, I can make it as an artist. There you go. The starving artist. Classic. Yeah. Classic wolf. A gaunt artist. Yeah. Gaunt. (laughs) Going back to the the parable. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. But but I I think this this podcast is for the wolves. Uh, You have... Well, if you've listened to more than two episodes of this, I imagine there's at least a... A wolf in your stomach somewhere. Pup. And a young pup. <laughs> you know nothing, Jon Snow. No. Um, yeah, no, there, uh, there's a wolf in it. Maybe it needs feeding. Yeah. So maybe this is like a little bit of food for your wolf. Nice. Is that good? Mm-hmm. But so when when for you, do you what's your wolf to dog ratio right now at this moment, do you think? 50-50. Or maybe in, like 60-40. In spirit, heart, action, in, in what manner? I guess I should have specified. Oh. Oh. Okay. Well, um, I think higher in spirit than in action right now. Okay. But that's debatable, maybe, just because of the help I've 
I feel like I've offered um, in our business, but... Well, clarify that. I'm not sure what you mean. Well, you spearheaded this and I'm kind of trailing along, like... In a sense, but also realize that we wouldn't be anywhere near where we are if you weren't on board. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 100% on board. Okay. Okay. Like, and I so know is that you like, said that was important. That was important when you got, like, my okay, kind of. Yeah. Didn't really bat an eye when you said, quit my job in June. Yeah. It was. So. You give me wings. Yay. Now I'm a winged wolf. Yes. <laughs> the wing wolf. Is there a name for that? Probably. It's a new. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um. So, yeah, so I think in I guess spirit, in, in what ways do you feel more like a wolf and what ways do you feel more like a dog? I think I feel, I think in a lot of ways, I, I do appreciate the consistency and stability in a job. And so that's always been like yeah, a fallback how, or a goal. How has that stability worked out for us over the past five years? What do you mean? With our jobs. Yeah, but that's been our fallback and to find jobs like that's kind of our mo like that's we've done that like we lose a job we change a job for another job yeah i'm I'm just pointing out that it's not always as stable as you feel like it is that's all i don't know about that but um well i got fired from a job and i didn't get another job for like six months or something no i don't think it was that long and that and then you've had this job for like four or five years so yeah but i mean but it's making for whatever, me unstable. Whatever. Oh, yeah. So. So you like the stability as far mm-hmm. as you know what to expect from a paycheck, and yeah, like you and know if you do X action, you get Y. Yeah. Paycheck. Uh, like so, even if it's not the same job for ten years, the outcome of like show up to job, get paid, get paid. Um, yeah. And then also, I think I enjoy more of the social aspect than you do Mm. like well i think we've briefly talked about like i like the social aspect depending on what job i'm in yeah i mean different types of jobs right yeah i may not draw on different types of people right yeah so and i mean that and maybe other reasons are why i've not applied for a job at the post office but um because i'll seek out yeah yeah so maybe that's that's why is like um i'll kind of seek it out and find right and yeah and enjoy while i while i can well, like you said yeah like for so, instance when i had sales jobs yeah that was super salesmen fun are, yeah fun people yeah yeah we had a great time like yeah. we hang out with them after work mm-hmm. so um yeah and i like i love my job now my sister just started working there too so um that's just like an extra we got two wolves in the chicken coop now. yeah maybe <laughs> So that's why, like, I mean, just to be so totally honest, your... it's like, that is why it's so easy and comfortable to fall into the dog mentality or to kind of just, like, um, nurture that part of you yeah. more because um, it feels less risky. Yeah, it does. And so I recognize that. So yeah. in answer to your question, that's why mm-hmm. it's kind of, it's split for sure. Well, but so that was your me, description of your dog feelings. What about your wolf that was well what do you mean so what describe the feelings you have that make you want to be more of a wolf i think the the wanting 
control, which I really like. That's a mm-hmm. part of my personality. And the freedom of it, like not being tied down to something, being in charge of myself, like feeling in charge of myself. Mm-hmm. And um, the disciplined part of me. Um, but also my sense of adventures, like, and... So elaborate on that. What do you mean exactly? Well, like, like wanting risk to travel a little bit. No, or, I mean just oh, even okay. like it's an adventure to yeah. start a business and like already it's actually physically taken us places, um, which yeah. is just like a happy side effect it's that paying, we've It's paying pursued. for a cruise. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, and even just like the conferences that we've gone right. to, not even like that. The cruise is more for fun but like but i mean even just the like the we can say we did this and like Mm -hmm. you know like already have had some success so i'm happy about that and yeah maybe a little bit prideful or like i know i'm proud of you um like humble still like modest and pride uh, but like right pride pride in the positive way not in the negative way. right yeah. Well, I'm so proud I of think, both of us. <laughs> but yeah, and I think even the, like you and I both being artists maybe had that. Like what, I feel like what person going to art school doesn't have the, oh, I'm just going to be an artist and like <laughs> succeed in the back of their head, which is kind yeah. of that wolf mentality. Like, yeah. Um, well, yeah, I guess even when you go to school for art, like my dad was like, you shouldn't go to college for art like people (laughs) so you have to be a little bit of a like everybody around you like all my art friends well yeah they all went I had like really good art friends that were pretty decent artists that went to school for architecture because it's like art related Mm -hmm. but you can get uh, an actual job with it like that's the mentality yeah so like to go to school for art you're like like no fuck you I'm going to school for art yeah like art like yeah. things i like right. art right yeah you get yeah you have to have a little bit of an attitude almost like yeah like who cares yeah. i want to study this it's a very romantic thing to do and like yeah 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 so i think that's part of it too then like i think i sometimes have an independent nature so that's what i mean it's very much a duality like you said like there mm-hmm. i recognize both inside of me and I right. think it could even depend on the day whether or not I feel more of the wolf or the dog yeah I think my wolf has bit it my expl- dog in the neck bloated okay yeah like <laughs> I think my my dog is bleeding out on the floor right now oh that's sad and graphic well it's not sad and graphic in the context of the parable right yeah I know meaning I envision my last day of work every day and yeah hope i can make it that far that long yeah it's that dire 60 days yeah 60 days from when we recorded this podcast which from when, who yeah. knows when this will air <laughs> <laughs> you can do the math yeah. Um, but yeah yeah it's it's the last day in april so 30 days yeah i mean be. 60 days wow yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry 30 because it's you, april 30th <laughs> i would suggest Start feeding your wolf. Yeah, we're going to end on that. Should that we? The send off. Feed your wolf. Feed your wolf because he needs to kill your dog. <laughs> Fuck your dog. No? Too much? Maybe. Too bad. No, because that... Whoa. Tough. Tough.
tough love. <laughs> tough love, y'all. Do it. Quit heads. This is a command. A command to a dog. No. no. <laughs> I'm a command to the wolf. Okay. Like I said, fuck the dog. <laughs> All right. I'm out. All right. Talk to you guys in a week. Thanks for listening to When Can I Quit My Job? Please remember to support the show by visiting whencanIquitmyjobshow.com and clicking the Patreon and Amazon links. Also, subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Tell your friends about us. Liz and Noah are not financial or legal advisors, and all information given on this podcast should be consumed for entertainment purposes only.